0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: That's what drag is. Drag is hope. Hello and welcome to Sissy Dead Pod. I am your host, Keith Sullivan, and it is just me right now because Chris was supposed to join me but had issues with travel back from pride in berlin so he didn't make it in time for my chat with my guest the amazing atina sogelikis from drag race belgique the two of us chop it up about this week's episode of drag race the winners the looks the whole kid and caboodle and then chris will join me right at the end to share his thoughts and for me to thank him for doing such a great job Keeping us entertained this season as my co-host But first, let's get to the main event Please welcome to the podcast, Athéna Sorgelikis. Athéna Sorgelikis, welcome to Sissy That Pod So happy to have you here chatting with me First things first, let's go to Drag Race Belgique Which aired earlier on this year What was that like? Um, Intense
0: tiring. Uh, No it was a really nice experience. Um, It's a moment when you like focus on your drag for like um, really intense time so I think you grew a lot during that period so it's yeah it was really nice and I knew all of them. Yeah, most of them, like, all the yeah. past. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, I grew a lot in my drag and in my confidence um, on stage, in my drag and my personal confidence. Um, yeah, and it was so nice to share this experience with the other queens. I knew them already. Most of them, I worked with them before, but it was really nice. I loved it.
1: And when it comes to drag race, like, how much drag race do you watch?
0: Almost all of them.
1: Okay, so uh, almost. Oh, I mean, just because you're, you're a busy person, you don't have the time to watch all of them. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, but I think it's now there's so many season that I'm more selective. Let's say.
1: Okay, okay, because the thing that I love about it, obviously I do this podcast is to see the different types of drag in a different country, and I really got the sense that cabaret performances are really big in Belgium.
0: Yeah, we. I think drags in belgium started in general in cabaret that's why we don't have any um really famous look queen here or really famous instagram queen because we started on stage so they better watch out for us because (laughs) we're here
1: (laughs) (laughs) because like even yourself coming out you know onto that talent show and your skit with the fire and everything like that like You know, it still like that sort of brand of drag and cabaret still feels very fresh for the franchise globally.
0: Yeah, I think our talent show was. I the thing I liked in our talent show was it was very diverse from the other talent show. It was not only lip syncing. I love it. I love lip syncing, but it was like we were bringing different
1: stuff. Let's move on to All Stars eight for a bit. How how did you find this season overall as a viewer? I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, sometimes, some season was a bit tired of of All-Stars sometimes, to be honest. Um, Because some of the season we knew from the beginning who was winning. In this case, it was a bit the same, let's say. Um, But no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, We have really nice moments, but I think Jimbo really carried the season on her shoulder from the beginning.
1: From the beginning, yeah, I mean, yeah. from like a making a TV show perspective, it can be difficult when one person is clearly winning all the time. That you know, it takes some of the excitement out of it. But at least we had the Fame Games to add some excitement into this episode. Did you exactly.
0: vote? No. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't why? Because I watched it um, not in the right time. Mm-hmm. I watched it a bit after, so. It- was already over when i uh had time to vote so
1: if you were voting who would you have been voting for
0: okay i think i will vote for maybe like lalari or james benfield because i was so upset of her elimination
1: okay interesting so you're you so you'd go for james and lalari well i what was well, your vote well i i mostly voted for uh i split my vote between darian lake and oh. Miss Kasha Davis, but I also gave one point to Jessica. Okay, because I love Jessica. Um, yes. But actually, I reached out to the listeners of this podcast, and they all sent me their votes, and I've compiled them. So I said I would announce how how my listeners voted for in the Fame Game Eurovision style. So if you're ready for this, exactly. <laughs> so there's only nine queens. I'm not gonna go through like all whatever ten points. That's kind of boring. But I'll do I'll do the 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 top right. So um. The 8 points, the the 8 points went to Lalari, so she came in 3rd place. The dix points uh, went to Darian Lake, who got 25% of our listeners' vote. But the winner was uh, Jessica Wilde, who got 28%. She got the 2 points. So that is how... I thought it was really interesting how it all unfolded, those few days on social media and, you know... The, all the memes of Monica Beverly Hills. I don't know if you saw all the memes of Monica Beverly Hills and her performance, and you know. sorry, Clark. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Clark. Yeah. It was it it was good because it was so bad in the same time. I'm sorry, Monica. She looks stunning, but she 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 gave us nothing. <laughs> she was like giving us nothing to 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 eat. She was like, yeah, she was dead. But I think she. At the end it
1: was good, yeah, I know uh I know de people were making fake accounts to try to vote for her as like the you know the internet's favorite, and I even saw the memes of you know that big new like globe and it's all a screen in Las Vegas, I don't know if you saw it, it's like a three sixty globe screen thing, someone had like photoshopped Monica's performance onto that screen. <laughs> I, I yeah I will check on, on it. Dude, do, do, do. so it's funny. To. Um, but okay, so that's interesting. So you were James and you were Lallari, um, and I guess yeah. some and some. Were, no, a lot of people agreed to you, obviously, with Larry. But let's get into this episode. You know, sometimes the finals, there's not a lot to happen. They need to fill some time. Um, But I did like that they had all the queens in this episode. So the Saturday episode comes up, starts with a a chat after the fame game. There's lots of, you know, well done you, well done you. There was a very, there was a very loving attitude, I think, throughout the season. There was very little drama. There was very little backstabbing. There was a lot of respect. And I wonder whether since all Stars 7 and how that was all very positive and it was all positive critique. Maybe this is the new direction for All-Stars where it's more positive do you think
0: i don't know because maybe they are more nice on all-star and they they keep the, the drama for the uh, classical season you know yeah or the standard season i don't know but i like it in belgium we were very like this so i like the vibe
1: yeah <laughs> I, like the vibe. I mean they're still like like you know I wonder maybe this format leads itself more to being nice because maybe it's, there was less competition because everyone knew Jimbo was going to win but you know I always think of those iconic moments of Alaska stomping around the workroom because she isn't happy and she's paying a thousand dollars to not get eliminated you know they're the moments that are brilliant that moment was amazing yeah it
0: was like I can pay you to be in the final and I was like oh okay.
1: <laughs> they're the moments I watch I'm greedy like that. And also, um, too is it, the best season uh, of yeah, Star. Yeah, uh, yeah, agreed, agreed, yeah. agreed. Even though it's funny when you look back at it now, I remember like seeing it for the first time, and the fashion on it was like you know groundbreaking, and it was like in the New York Times fashion magazine and stuff. And you look back at it now, and you like the show has evolved so much that it's not as groundbreaking as it was. <laughs> No, but still, it's iconic season. It is, 100%. Yeah, then there's just sort of insanity happens. There's like a boob battle between James and Jimbo. Jimbo starts pouring cream all over themselves. It all all goes a bit bonkers. The Queen... The queens come back the next day, and surprisingly, all the queens come back into the workroom, which surprised me. I thought it was just going to be Jimbo and Candy. So when I saw them all come back in, that kind of surprised me. But I'm glad that we saw the whole cast for the whole episode. Same. Yeah.
0: It was nice to have them back, and it was bringing another energy for the final.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I kind of was hoping that um, instead of the backing dancers for the performances that the other queens would perform with them as the backing dancers, but... Ooh. maybe maybe yeah. you might be unlucky and get a few bad dancers who would like ruin your performance
0: exactly yeah <laughs> some of them some of them probably jealous
1: yeah <laughs> there be there'd be marbles thrown on the stage that's why i so, say exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah uh we have our tiktok our tiktok our tiktok ch- talk with RuPaul. um and jimbo actually in this conversation I realised how little I knew and I think we knew as fans of Jimbo and their backstory and their family dynamic um, and even like their personal life right now like whether they have a partner and stuff like that they share a story of both their parents being alcoholics one's a scientist, I think the other one's a, a teacher and how like through all this kind of trauma they, they kind of channeled it into clowning and yeah it was really nice to get to know Jimbo this way
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think during his first season, like her first season of Jimbo, I was not really into her. Like, I didn't really understand the energy she has and that she had at that time. But in this season, she really like, I don't know, she was like in peace in a way with herself. So I don't know. I really felt her more.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think we learned a lot more about her than we did about Candy. I think in the TikTok or tick-tock? Tick-tack <laughs> conversation. I don't think we learned anything about Candy, really, did we?
0: We never learned about Candy. Yeah. I think she's still very, like... She's still very in the performance all the time, very loud doing the character, but... We don't... There's something is missing, like, in a personal side.
1: Yeah, a vulnerability. Yeah, I think. The closest we get is after the Tick-Tack lunch... Um, she cries because Rue said she Rue was her biggest fan. Rolls eyes. <laughs> that was Yeah, that was
0: She Just came to Jimbo and be like, she said I was her biggest fan. What are you going to do now?
1: Yeah, she said she was Candy's biggest fan, but she never said Candy was her favourite. Their big difference. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in... The most confusing thing of this episode the other queens just sit around, have a chat, and play a few dares with, from the pink, furry pink box. And then, just like apropos of nothing, just start winning money. Oh, you've won a grand. Oh, you've won a holiday. Oh, here's two and a half grand for you. Everyone gets 900 euro. Yeah, it was like
0: Oprah Opera show. Yeah. Like, you get $1,000. You get $1,000. We're like, put the. But the... Okay, but that's cool. I think like you do nothing and you earn money. I'm in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm in too. <laughs> and I appreciate that these queens are, are having opportunity to maybe you know cancel out some of the debt they may have accrued by entering the show. It was just like for for doing nothing, and the show like edited it so quickly that it kind of took any significance out of it. There was no real reason given for giving the money. I found it very confusing
0: it was confusing. But free money, mm-mm. it confused me like for two minutes and then I'm good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so look, then there's the karyo section. I don't think there's much to talk about that. It gets onto the runway and we get a surprise performance of RuPaul performing their hit. <laughs> ASMR lover.
0: I love when RuPaul is in a performance on stage. It's always iconic. She just not do nothing, she's like, hey, right side, left side, right side, left side, but you're all screaming.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to be in my 60s performing with Go-Go Boys.
0: She looks stunning. 100%. She looks stunning.
1: I-, I want to be her at that age. The And then, like, there was this breakdancing Go-Go Boy who came out and did a few capoeira style moves and then disappeared again. You know, I appreciate it. And this time we got it in the finale rather than the, the entrance, like the first episode, which is when she's performed in the past. And I think it's better because we're looking to kill time in the finale. So why not give us give us a number there, RuPaul? <laughs> <It's> really- <laughs> um Okay, let's get to the performances. First up, well, actually, my question for the performance is, these are original songs written by Leyland when do you think he wrote these songs do you think these were songs that were written before the season started to film do you think he wrote them like in between like when you know during the course of the season Where it was did he write seven and like did he write one for everybody that's what I was trying to work out
0: I really don't know I I yeah. I, I think maybe you it at the end of the season did he have time to think mm, I don't know
1: so th- they weren't they weren't really specific to the Queen. Like, it wasn't, my name's Jimbo and I'm here to be a clown. It was, I think, I, I, I would say Relaylan maybe wrote, like, five different songs for five different types of Queens. And then the production just gave the Queens the one that kind of works the, the best. Because Jimbo's one is, I remember being born. Like, that's not a catchphrase of Jimbo's or anybody's, really.
0: But the song, like, didn't match them, really. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand them like because they, they, it was not their lyrics and not their voice and not their phrase or like some example of the season so it was not bad song but it was not matching their energy I think.
1: Yeah I totally agree why like obviously because it isn't their voice there's that disconnection from them I guess it's musical theatre-ish it is wacky but, like, if Jimbo was to write a song, it wouldn't be this.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it it was missing a bit of, I don't know, something a bit extra in the songs. It was a bit, it was cool, it was not bad, but it was a bit, I don't know. Yeah, I think it it was nice, it was a nice song, but it was not, like, bad song you see and you're like, oh. But I think it should have, I you know, oh. Maybe more personal touch
1: on it. Did you think it was any better than any of Lip- Jimbo's lip-sync performances this season?
0: I think but was one of her best lip-sync, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 what, do you, what, do, what do you think? I mean, it probably I, is one of her better lip-sync performances, but...
0: Yeah, because it was like the choreography and the lip-sync, and she killed it.
1: Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say she killed it. Like, I think it's, she did okay. It's Jimbo, huh? This is Jimbo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, she can't dance, and for someone who can't dance, I think
1: she did really good for me. Okay, she did. She killed it for someone who can't dance. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, whereas Candy, first of all, this song. I mean, for for the gay man watching. It's Lady Gaga. It's a pop girly moment, you know. Pay me my money. Probably more of a cliche, but like something that you could imagine putting on, like when you're overdue, somebody paying you money for a performance you did or something like that. You can imagine, you know. There's there's circumstance. There's a scenario you might play this. I think you know, candy in that like orange dress or get whatever outfit and the dancers in the orange bondage. I just think this was more. This is more gay friendly this performance. I think like, you know, it's it's a better song and a better performance. I think like if this was if this episode had been judged on this performance alone, Candy would have won.
0: Yeah, because Candy is a stage performer. She knows how to to on the stage and she's a good dancer. She's a good lip syncer. But yeah still the the music was a bit like the beginning of the drag. You know? When you start a drag you pick a song you're like very gay song but still she was she was like she was a really good performer
1: yeah like I think I would say this is the best of Candy's lip syncs of the season like I think she did really good with the choreo um, and like obviously she's given her own choreo his lip syncs are you know self-choreo and stuff like that but I think she did a good job executing it and like she serves that like bitch face that really works yeah <laughs> <I don't laughs> that's a candy. couple of it, it Candy yeah, exactly. if you're listening. yeah yeah
0: And her makeup
1: is amazing. Yes, her makeup is always amazing. So smooth, so soft. And then, because why the heck not? The rest of the cast come on stage and do a a gospel ensemble refrain of "I'm a winner, baby" for twenty seconds.
0: There's space for everybody. (laughs)
1: Literally, there is space for everybody. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you are currently not getting enough Sissy That Pod in your life, don't fret, I've got more for you over in the bonus feed. It's called The Workroom. It's where I travel around the world to all the international drag race franchises and give them my staple review. Not by episode by episode, but more as a big picture review. This week, I am reviewing Drag Race Belgique, which aired earlier on this year with the hilarious Podrick Wilson McCarthy. Him and I were relatively critical about this season and thought it was missing a crucial challenge. I think they needed a musical.
2: A musical would have been great. It would have been great. I just
1: know they're costly. Oh, but I mean There was nothing costly In this season my love
2: There wasn't You know what I mean If they've done yeah. everything else On a budget Sorry now right I've been part of community at community I've been in a community hall Performing lame is before I could They could do it You know what I mean giving it socks, playing Javert and Jean Valjean. <laughs>
1: Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Half my face <laughs> and then turning to the other way. What, like silky number my Yeah, girl. exactly.
2: Yeah, Barbie girl. That, that, by the way, is my all-time favourite <laughs> moment of all time. But anyway,
1: of, in my life. Of yours. Yeah, yeah. That's my all-time um, favourite of me. Of me, yeah. So that's over on headstuffpodcasts.com along with all of the past seasons that I've reviewed. Head over there and go crazy. First up on the runway is Kahana Montrese, who gives us this sunflower embossed look inspired by the sort of mystical African god Oshun. It carries ancestral bones throughout the, the bodice, a sort of red heart at the centre, and has this massive sort of winged cape with uh, a mosaic of mirrors behind her. I imagine this was really exciting for uh, capturing the light in the space, and I imagine like it would be really, really interesting live. What did you think of this?
0: Um, she's looking amazing. Uh, really, the colors, uh, the nude illusion is quite good in general. Yeah. I actually, I really don't like illusion. I think it's yeah. disgusting, and I think okay. people should be more naked than having beauty. Okay,
1: that's
0: my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fighting against this. Yeah. Um, but no, in this case, she looks really cool. It's for me just a bit there's a lot going on, but yeah, she's looking really good. Um, the colour, the eyes, the flowers,
1: yeah, right. Folks. James Mansfield, who's wearing basically what Kahara has worn the whole season, which is, a, <laughs> which is a Vegas showgirl dress, this time in vibrant orange, vibrant orange feathers in the headpiece and a sort of glittering orange gown. I li- like. I like this, but I do think because Gahana has given us so many showgirl looks this season, it kind of undercuts it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally um, the The color is amazing. This orange is so beautiful, but still very okay. Vegas. We saw that already. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, hundred percent. the final of All Star, I think it could be more like. Have
1: one I think so. This is this is a runway look rather than a finale look. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Darian Lake's Billie Eilish look in with the black and the chartreuse? Yeah. Well, I feel like she was channeling that energy again with this finale look with the black and the chartreuse. I
0: think, uh, Yeah. didn't mean, we'll, we'll think about it, but maybe. Uh,
1: it's like in a cat suit, mm-hmm. it's like chartreuse, you know, with black netting, and then black sort of in. in Embroiderments, some embellishes over the breasts and um, between the legs. And then there's like a black cape with a, a chartreuse inlet uh, tied away, a belt around her neck, and then a, a, a big updo ginger wig. I like this, but it isn't my favorite from her. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs>
0: um, so <laughs> I've been the wing, the we'll call of the wing. is cool, but. I don't like it. It's not a skirt. It, it's a bodysuit with something that's Mermaid really Skirt. And then you take it off. I don't know. It, it's in a way, it's very simple. It's a, a cat with some stones. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I don't like it. It's not really finale. Yeah. Quality. It's not finale. And
0: I don't like the this fake skirt.
1: Like, it's not a
0: skirt, but it looks like.
1: And a very small heel as well. Yeah. <laughs> um next up is Miss Kasha Davis who is in a black what looks like I guess kind of velvet gown uh with a sort of V neck collar and the ruched sleeves in this black and white kind of floral wallpapery, fleur-de-lis-ish um, sleeves that turn into a gown and then there's like a black and white striped inlay into the into the, the, the cape. And then a black um, kind of ma- matronly hair inspired by her mum and her granny, the two women who inspired her into drag.
0: So, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> um, I think it, re- it looks really good on her. Uh, I really love the reference. She's really like all Hollywood. The, refer- was the reference with the wig and everything. But we saw that already. So when it's all star, I think we all expect to be more sometimes. And I think if even if your eyes said it is all Hollywood, you have to make it all the way. And mm-hmm. then maybe have a twist or something. So looks stunning. Um that's not my type of so I'm gonna like it, it's just not my fault. Uh,
1: Nisha Lopez is up next. Uh, I find this difficult to describe, so <laughs> if you me out here, but it it is a uh, light pink and nude stoned, uh, sort of almost kind of trumpet skirt gown with this massive coat that is like neon and iridescent. Like, rose gold and, like, ice blue with this, like, again, sort of floral print in it that is sitting in, like, a big sort of shaped collar around her neck. And then, you know, um, sort of billowing down behind her with a, like, light pink wig and, like, an amazing beat. Did I do okay?
0: You describe it well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I... Loved this.
0: I, I'm, I, I, I'm. I'm gonna like sounds so mean every time, but just like in in Europe and Belgium, when it's even if you were traveling for some time, when it's used to projects and in, in our dress. Yeah. So I think it's hard for us to connect with this. So I love the, the color palettes. I think this pink, uh, blue, gold, like it looks amazing. Still, I don't like the new delusion. I think she can. Um, but she looks amazing no? She looks amazing Just Yeah, yeah. once again It's not bye bye, But she looks good For sure It's a pageant
1: for me It definitely It definitely is pageant inspired I don't feel it's entirely Like all pageant um, I think like the coat Is a bit like Ooh. misshaped for a pageant but yeah it definitely is like 80% pageant yeah. um, but I'm not against that I quite like that and that's kind of what she's known for she's like one Miss Continental and everything so I think it like it ties it to her brand of drag as well so I was a fan yeah two uh, Miss Uh Monica Beverly Hills in <laughs> a a purple stoned gown with a slit right up the middle Um with what I'm not not being hateful. This this thing around her shoulders reminded me of the thing that you wash yourself in the bath with. Like a loofah?
0: Yeah, yeah in front of the it's, uh, I think it's like a rose, like it's a flower, like call it a flower for the bath.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looked like one of those, and she has like chicken feather across the trim of the dress and like a purple wig. Like she looks great. But like, if you told me the category was purple, I would say that's great for finale eleganza.
0: Well, well yeah, yeah, I think the color is still the color is amazing. She uh, looks you know, beautiful, but I think something is wrong. Like the wig is a bit flat, or so should be maybe like less flat, but on purpose, I think yeah, um, shorter, and something was a
1: bit wrong with the silhouettes. Jimbo, um. Again, kind of difficult to explain. So this is kind of like a almost got kind of like Andy Warhol pop art inspired uh, gown with a massive uh, like sort of cup for the breasts, but she doesn't wear a breastplate, which I think is a fun change for her, especially for a finale look. Um, with this like spiked and swerved like really sort of canary yellow blonde wig, and no, sorry, canary yellow blonde and black. Haired wig which kind of two spikes And flicks And stuff like that And then some black jewellery And lips to, <laughs> to To cap it off I mean we've seen We've seen Jimbo do Regal before We've seen her do like Ice Queen And Queen of uh-huh. the North And stuff before So maybe she felt like She couldn't do that again But I want yeah, her to I do that so. again But just do it better this time
0: I kind of But still This look I think It's I really love both Because Maybe it's more my Bible drag, but I think it's it's fashion. It's more simple, but the par- the pattern is amazing. Uh, we get the references. Uh, the wig is really cool. I think yeah, I think it's it's simple but very fashion, I really like it.
1: Candy then gave us. I oh. I struggled with this because I didn't. Where was the shape? I didn't see the shape. It was all canary yellow with some canary yellow. She said ostrich feathers. Um, from the waist down that kind of made it just look like she was floating on a bed of sort of um feathers. Now she did have a slit in it that she could like show her leg out of which I guess is very Candy Muse to surf body then like a black finger wave wig which is very small for a finale look and then like a tiny little one feathered fascinator I, I didn't like it was hoping for bigger <laughs> I <film.
0: laughs> No I didn't like it like I to so, be uh, the color is nice. The only thing I've liked. She like the mugs she looks. Uh the color is good on her, but no, that i, don't like it, I,
1: yeah, I don't like it. I don't know what the story of it is either. What she's telling us. Yeah. Uh very confusing thing. So where for your final thing like this, I don't even think it's that good as a runway look on its own, but for finale like, she's worn nicer things this season. Almost everything else she's worn is nicer than this, I think. Jessica Wilde comes out in a off-the-shoulder sort of chiffon, hot pink pageant gown with a purple inlay, gorgeous updo, brown wig flowing down over her shoulders and big silver jewellery on her ears and on her hand. I think she looks amazing. Too pageant for you?
0: It's fine. Even the wig, I like it. I'm just not into those big earrings with pink uh, diamonds and <laughs> but in general in dragon I hate like <laughs> big ring with like plastic diamond. Oh
1: okay. No, I really am really
0: not into it. But she looks stunning.
1: But the earrings ruin the look is what you're saying.
0: I close my eyes on the earrings.
1: <laughs> Lovely from the neck down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love me like this. <laughs> I was looking like, like, like True, this. yeah, true little rectangle <laughs> in your hands. Um, now, I thought, like, my top two to the week is Alexis Michelle. Michelle. I thought she looked amazing. With a Jinx monsoon wig in this gorgeous, like, scarlet gown with, like, billowing red tool out from kind of the knee down and a similar sort of, like, constructed collar to... Nesha Lopez, but this is kind of more understated. Amazing makeup. Like, this is the final form of Alexis Michelle that, you know, we've been hoping for. And it. it was so great to see.
0: Same. And to be honest, I'm not a big fan of it. I, maybe I just really don't get her energy, but for me, she was she had the best outfit on the final. Like, she came in this red dress. Everything looks so expensive. Like, the taste is amazing. It's well proportionized on the other side. The wig is amazing. So, yeah, the wig was the shoot of the Yeah,
1: 100%. And then finally on our list yeah. is a winner of the fame game, La La Ree, in this kind of. Uh, what would you <laughs> call this color now? It's like reddy, goldy, pinky. Um, yeah, I can't quite. Let's say red. Let's, let's say red. Let's, <laughs> say, red. let's red. say red, period. <laughs> uh, red, uh, sort of stoned. Um, Bodice, and then from the kind of waist down, it was kind of like ruffled red material that kind of looked like just like loads of different roses beside each other. Um, sort of mesh gloves, oh, like three quarter like gloves beyond the elbow, anyway, and then a red finger weave uh wig. Um <clears throat> You know, Lallyree has definitely gone an evolution of her drag since the first season, but I still think there's some yeah. some place. Sometimes I see her and I think she could push a bit further, and this was one of those times.
0: <laughs> yeah, I once again. I, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, I think yeah, like the color looks really good on her, but the those, like the bottom dress looks so heavy, but not in a good way. And yeah, I think sometimes. Maybe work more on a like sense of passion, maybe. Because she had I like, think a really good idea, but could be more honest or more at least the materialist, but it's not
1: something a bit going wrong.
0: But on the... she looks good, though like for her, like, like this is really cool. But
1: yeah. Yeah, a better execution I think could be helpful oh. on the clothes. At time, okay, so that is the the runway. Um, then we get a bit of a judges' critique. Um, Jimbo and Candy kind of you know hear how great they are. Candy kind of goes on this monologue about you know, which is the first time we've kind of heard her as like an ambassador or a activist, almost kind of talking about how. She's realizing she's a role model, and you know, looking at the young kids who'll be watching the show, and that she'll be, you know, representing them, and that she thinks that drag is hope, and like that sort of speech is kind of new for Candy. We don't like she's not normally, uh, you know, let's all hold hands and sing "Come by Ah Queen." She's normally more of a like, "Who are you looking at, bitch?"
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? she knows gonna be like she knows that I'm gonna be part to so I think yeah, to place her as a reference, you know. Like her speech was more like, "Oh, I'm able to carry this leading to be above, to your white friends to be like like mothering.
1: It was just surprising out of character exactly, um, but i'm here for, I'm here for the evolution, you know, then we find out the winner of the fame game was La Were you happy?
0: Yeah, she deserved it. uh she had nice moments, uh, so yeah, I think I think she deserved it.
1: I think so too and I mean she has a huge advantage with the times three like all of her votes are multiplied by three especially as like a popular queen already Um, and I now part of me wonders whether the times three was a way for world of wonder to make sure that they got the queen that they wanted to win the fame game and stop the uh Stop the you know <laughs> the the Monica Beverly Hills you know internet choice winning <laughs> because we were saying last week on the on the podcast you know never let the internet decide anything uh, because you'll end up with Bodie Mac Boatface or you know some other Vince table, uh, so... yeah <laughs> so I think this was their um, safety fallback you know um, to mm-hmm. make sure that they didn't get a, a huge upset like that. Then it's on to Candy and Jimbo lip-syncing to Sylvester, do you want to Um And for somebody like Jimbo, who struggles with uh, lip-syncing, I think they did a good job here by pulling out every gimmick. We had the, we had the bum boobs back. We had the big, super size Z boobs back. And then, similarly, I think Candy did a great job as well. Like, I thought it was pretty close. Yeah,
0: I think they were on the same level.
1: And also, at, at this stage, you kind of feel like the winner has been decided. It doesn't really matter what.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think one does the word, maybe, but...
1: So, that's the season over. You know, obviously Jimbo has won, but everyone else is still, you know, could appear mm-hmm. again. If you got called for one of the versus the worlds, who would you most likely to see from this cast and who would you be most, like, intimidated by?
0: I would be scared of bit of Kenny Muse, say.
1: <laughs> I would be scared of I would be name. like... Oh. No, Kenny Muse is... I find her... Like, obviously, she's a really nice person, when I was at DragCon, like, I went to a, a bar or whatever afterwards, and she was there. Um, only because, like, i had had a few drinks, I had the confidence. So I walked past her, and I said, candy, candy, me- and she just stared at me, and I was like, oh no, and ran away. <laughs> so I can attest, that stare is scary.
0: If you do the same to me, i the same. I'd be like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I would have, what the fuck do you want your name is more difficult to fit into that song, but I can I certainly You can just say Athena, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, uh,
0: even if I like very loud, like loud person and very big personality, I think sometimes just like, oh. You, you know, because it's not only like the person's loud. It's because she has the... Like, you say something, and she can roast you back in a second. Either. Yeah, and that's a good story.
1: Athena, thank you so much for joining You're me. You're welcome. Do you want to let me know, you know, what people... Can check you out what you've got coming up etc
0: um next week no this week i'm going to improve so i'm back in my hotel to perform uh i think it's gonna be uh Pitya from canada with me oh cool and, uh, Danger Sky. oh and yeah 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 uh, yeah 14 i think yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so I'm going to perform there for a week. So I'm very excited about it. The first time I'm from Greece. Uh, and the day I come back from Greece, I'm performing uh, in Antwerp. Uh, so north of Belgium. Uh, with uh, the Oh, nice.
1: That's very cool. And
0: in November, I know it's far. But October, I'm going to Canada. Uh, it's like a French drag con. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be end of um, October and the year of... And beginning of November, uh, with from um, Grinder and Akwin, we are opening um, one world.
1: Oh wow! And oh, double. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. That's gonna be very exciting. You've got it's a busy busy year.
0: It's gonna be a busy year, but I'm really excited. This is this life chooses me, you know, so I can't exactly. do anything about it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Do you like? Do you get to still? Are you like friends with Rita Bagan now? Like, how is she? You know, being ing- ingratiated by Belgian drag since being on the show.
0: Uh, well, I think we all have some kind of with her. Okay. Uh, different. I think we all very busy, and she's like very very busy. We are talking like I think like one to one in general, general, but like yeah, she's she's doing good, and we're really excited to see the, the the rest.
1: Nice. She isn't sending. Padam padam memes into the WhatsApp group, basically, is what you said.
0: I block people who send me padam padam <laughs> <laughs> I'm against the padam padam. Oh, yeah. If I had to go to hell, that will be my hell. The, the gay singing padam padam. I will die for that. I will die in hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, good to hear. <laughs> Someone's tired by pride. <laughs> Uh, Athena, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Chris, how are we doing? We've just landed. We're just. gotten Tag. <laughs> I'm getting
2: confused now. Where am I? Um, yeah, I've just landed back in the plane. My voice is so hoarse from Berlin Pride. Had a great time and got to catch up on the show, but obviously um flights delayed trains being delayed i did not make it for the episode unfortunately but i'm here for the
1: outro because i'm gonna see it through (laughs) did you like we discussed last week um create a bot army to vote for monica beverly hills
2: i i guess i didn't because i thought i did (laughs) i seen these people on tiktok that were like literally like making fake accounts but then also there's a lot of speculation on whether that was all real because there was no verification link once you signed up with email, so mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, you know, production probably just picked who they wanted. That's my hypothesis. Obviously, it is times three as well, so we never, will never know. But I don't buy the winner.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't buy the winner? I, no, like, okay, so I'm totally with you. I part of me is naive enough to be like they couldn't, wouldn't just pick a winner. And like have us all be like voting on literally nothing, even though that definitely is a possibility. <laughs> I just feel like the way that they guaranteed that they could control the outcome is this time three monarchy.
2: Yeah, yeah, must must have been. But also, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I like, I'm really happy that Lala won it. Like, it's such a good redemption arc for her to win. Like, what is the category basically supposed to be? Like, the best outfits from going from like the bag look. That yeah, was, from
1: golden boot to fame game. like That's what, what an uh, evolution.
2: And I love that And I think that's a great You know Story arc for her But also I just I'm like I don't know There was way better looks like Even like Alexis Michelle Came out in that dress Today oh, Yeah, That was insane. insane I was like Oh my god Like put her in the finale <laughs> um, But I just don't I don't buy her as like The fame game Queen
1: Winner mm. That's my <laughs> so, re- so real talk Not that you've been Mincing your words thus far <laughs> Th- This whole season Yes Was it a success
2: No I think they were trying too much to do. Everyone's a winner. Everyone, you know, why are all the queens back? Why, what are you all doing here? Like, let's announce the Fame Games. I thought they were going to announce the Fame Games in a different episode. I don't know why I had it in my head. They were doing a reunion. That was going to be the Fame Game Queen. And then they have the two. There's just too many people on stage. Too
1: many people involved. Um, See, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that they were back. Though. But it, it was a big, there was a big love in. And I wonder whether after also 7 that they, they are, you know, making... Wells there is more positive space yeah, or something.
2: Yeah, I get that too. I think like that whole box situation of them picking like and then Miss Cash Davis giving Monica Beverly Hills a thousand dollars. It was like I, I don't know. I was like, Do we need that? Like what's all this? We don't need it. it was, no, it was just, it was such a long episode of nothing. It was all filler yeah. until we were waiting for Jimbo to win. Yeah. Um
1: quite literally. Yeah. Like I think I was I think it's a good I think it was a really good idea in paper. I don't know how well it worked out. I don't know how, how well as fans we actually enjoy this um, Would you I asked <laughs> Athena this as well she was kind of like whatever just feed the fans but would you would you be up for a break from all do you think?
2: I think we need a I think as well like and especially because we always ask for more and then we get more like the fame games was added and we got more we're like oh anyway <laughs> so we're a toxic fan base but I think we need to you know put it up for a bit because we're gonna get versus the worlds I'm sure and there's already so many mm. international seasons and I feel like they're probably not getting highlighted as much because you can probably get your fix between the American, the British and the um the All Stars if you're from like an English speaking country and don't want to um dip your toe into like the international yeah. pool. Um, which is fair, but like I think once there's a lack of content from the English speaking side of things people will look at the other drag races like i really want to get into the the french one and i know that we're gonna watch the swedish one i've watched one episode mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think they need to let the other international seasons breathe a little bit because otherwise it's like how many episodes is it a week like if everything else is running at the same time it's just oh,
1: like th- th- this period of the year <laughs> normally when, when i'm off season there's about three or four running at the same
2: time. <laughs> you're off season but you're watching them
1: yeah, but I watch them like mostly like when they're finished. You're putting in the hours. Though. I binge. I binge. I'm, I'm putting them in the hours. She's putting in the hours. I'm rest. I'm always dedicated to a cause. Always dedicated. Obviously, we were saying that earlier, but I think I'd love to
2: watch the amount of hours you've dedicated to Drag Race. I don't. I, I don't would do. love to see that. Get one of your spread your
1: famous spreadsheets out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I I've had people. I know mean, oh, James used to say when he was on the show as well. Like, all stars need to break, and I was always like, no, like I always enjoy it. This season. Only because the format felt, you know, like it was struggling. Do I think maybe it does need a break? But, like, the queens were still really good at the time. And I think some of the ensemble challenges were really, really good. Um, so I am on board for a break. But I am asking this with the knowledge that all the YouTube rumor videos have said that All Stars 9 have started to film. So.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. We're probably not getting <laughs> a break. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there is... There has been too much, but and there has been good episodes this season. Like the Joan musical was really good, yeah. Um, and there's been definitely good performances and stuff. But I just think as a whole, like it was a little bit of a flop. And then is that like because we're comparing it to All Stars Seven, like it's not really a fair comparison. I think
1: so, but I don't even think it was as good as All Stars Six. It's <laughs> of, for me, kind of feels like All Stars Five, which was kind of a bit of a flop.
2: Yeah, I think it needs a revamp or a break, possibly better. This
1: just felt like the, the this just felt like the Jimbo, J- the Jimbo show. Yeah. Which uh, all, most of the good mo- moments of the season were Jimbo's. Yeah. I think Jimbo fully deserves to be in that Hall of Fame. I think it's a great addition. I think, like, it's kindly totally different to every other queen that's in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I would happily see them come back for an all-winner season at some point. Four times. So that's a <laughs> one. Four, time. four times. Four times
2: the chair. Trying to go for Juju be? Yeah. Many, she's been <laughs> yeah. on four, right? Or five.
1: Yeah, she's been on four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Third every time. Oops. Um... Chris, thank you for joining me this season and keeping me company. <laughs> thank you. I could say this episode, I was like, oh, what's that me? I wasn't here. Yeah, it's been
2: great. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it and I hope the fans out there enjoyed it. I know they love their in-bed episode. Not together, separately. Um, but very hungry. There was
1: the in-bed episode. There was the topless episode. I <laughs> you forgot mentioned. about the topless era. My
2: topless era where I was fake tanning before Pride, maybe
1: a lot of pride as well. The- but what does that one hold? <laughs> Jokes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, just not on a weekend. Let's do Pride midweek. Yeah. What happened <laughs> to like a Wednesday brunch? <laughs> and that's <Yeah>. pride. <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> and actually yeah, this is my last
1: episode for a while. I'll be <laughs> back I'm going off season now I'm going to um, Watch Black Mirror And lots of other shows You do know, watch been, Black Mirror I actually watched uh, Loch Henry Last night For okay. the first time And Was obsessed with it yeah. So I'm looking forward To getting to the rest of it And catching up with TV But I will be doing The International Black Seasons Mirror You podcast. and I are going to do Sweden <laughs> <laughs> You and I Will be doing Sweden soon So we shall chat to you then um, But till then Find us on Instagram Let us know your thoughts On the International Seasons Which ones you're watching I'd love Make to sure hear Make
2: sure to X all about it
1: yeah, <laughs> send me some X's on Twitter. That just sounds like I'm asking for kisses. I know
2: it's back to people loves.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send me an X, please, babe. Send me an X. DM me on X. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, and until then, I shall see you. Love you. Bye. Bye.